Now to Oisches. The Rebbe is telling us um, that what we need to learn from the Friedrich words in the Fabringen. Friedrich again, what, his opening remarks at the Fabringen said was like this. There are times that you, this is a time that has to be used for the community, although... Thank you, Avi. There's a time a person wants to be with the community, uh, at the time you want to be by yourself, and this is a time that that um, that he, he, basically the freak of was saying this is a time that uh, you you would want to be by yourself. But then the freak of said a person can change the atmosphere around them. So so far we learned about the meaning of the word atmosphere or the Hebrew word avir, uh, air. How it makes up it comes from words. Or Yud, the light of Yud, and we explained how light is, is parallel when it presents intellect, and because just like light brings clarity to wherever light shines, so to the intellect defines and, and exposes and shows what, what, what the reality is of everything. So the light of Yud means that your intellect comes from somewhere. The way you think comes from the way you want, the way you, the way you have, where, where your desire is, where your pleasure is. So, the light of Yud means that you're, you'll be more successful in studying things when your intellect is coming, if you're studying in a place you like to learn or a subject you like to learn. And, the, and then we emphasize, I that the Rebbe is speaking about how the light of Yud, the, the various soul powers a person has, um, are influenced from the Yud, the essence of the Neshama, and just like the word avim in a simple sense means the atmosphere around you so too the light of the neshama has a power to influence the actual atmosphere you're in not just the various soul powers you have not just that your desire can affect your 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 your, your intellect but your 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 the, your yud could touch your feelings could touch your emotions but it actually could change the atmosphere we brought halacha that you're able to um, change the purity of the air around you. If you bring th- things into your atmosphere that are not pure, so then it's your, your, the atmosphere in your home becomes not pure, and, and vice versa, you're able to transform the impure air around you to become pure. And that is what's unique about the land of Israel. The land of Israel, although, although we know that Israel, not just the temple, but the whole the Jerusalem, everything, everything has been affected by the destruction. That's why we say in our prayers, we can go to Israel. We can't go to Jerusalem. We could go to Jerusalem, but we're losing the real. Uh, we're missing the real, the real meaning of of Yerushalayim until Mashiach comes. But there's one thing that Israel still has intact that like it had before, and that is the air of Israel. And that's the Gemara says that one person from the land of Israel is worth twice as much as two sages from Babylonia, because the air of Israel makes you smarter. So in a similar way. Um, the Ramba, the Altar of Tanya, how um, how around each person there is the air of Ganeden. The atmosphere around you is connected to your thoughts that you had throughout your life, and, the, and you by you having good positive thoughts that bring something in the atmosphere around you from the um, air of Ganeden, and that 
Ereganeden, apparently it, 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 it does something to you. Just like the land of Israel, the air makes you smarter, so too the Ereganeden does, does the same. So you could change your atmosphere. That's the Friedrich's point. You could change your atmosphere, and uh, because every Jew has this, this, this Yud, the Neshama, that he got from his grandparents, the strength, and therefore he has to take that Yud with him wherever he goes. Do you ever smell your eswag and your um, what do they call it? The, uh, the willows like at the end of Sukkot? You know, yeah. If you put your nose right there, it has that Gan Eden smell to it. It's just it's a remarkable smell. Morning, what's Max David? You are. You're what's happening. Baruch Hashem. Welcome. So. Let's go to Oyschas. Uh, uh, I'll, say, I'll say it outside. Uh, there's another message we have over here in regards to atmosphere. In regards to atmosphere, you have to be especially careful. When you're talking about eating or drinking or clothing, it's easier to be careful to eat kosher foods, kosher drinks, to wear kosher clothing, don't have shotness in there, etc., etc. We're talking about the, but when we're talking about the atmosphere of the country you live in, you don't even realize how you're bringing into yourself the air of the country, the air which is from the outside of Israel, which is connected with the land outside of Israel, which, is, which the Gemara uses the word the opposite of pure. And the air is also called the opposite of pure. And although the air is not becoming part of your flesh and blood, because your blood and flesh are created by the food and drinking that you eat, but the air it's not recognizable that it has an impact on you. But the truth is that air is a thing. It ha- there, are, there are, is a kind of air that makes you smarter, the land of Israel. There's pure air. And there is air which is exactly the opposite. And since it's something that you cannot touch with your hands, you cannot point at with your fingers, you have to be very especially careful that the air around you, the atmosphere around you, should be connected with the, the, the yud of your nisham. What this means practically in regards to the country we live in. All Jews, the Gemara says, are assumed to be kosher. So we're talking about eating and drinking and clothing and houses. They eat kosher foods. They drink kosher drinks. They wear kosher clothing without shatnas. They, wear, they live in houses that have mezuzahs. And also in regards to all things that you could touch with your hands and they point at with your fingers, they, they're, they're going according to the, 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 the halacha. But when a person is by himself, to think to himself, he realizes, the Rebbe says, that his entire being is permeated by the atmosphere of this country. Where is his desire? His desire is connected with the passion for money. Or is his desire connected with, what will people say about me? He doesn't have that paradigm that the Code of Jewish Law tells us to have. Don't be embarrassed for those because of those who scorn you, or he is affected by uh, the the majority. Doesn't matter what the majority says. The um, people have his opinion, so that, that that affects him. He 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 his desire and his paradigms are all influenced by the air around him. So Chera, you might ask the Rebbe says since his food and his drink and his clothing are all kosher. What's the difference where his desire is? What's the difference where his attitude is? 
But the truth is, in order that his food and drink and clothing and conduct and behavior should be in sync with Torah, in order that he should be in sync with the Asan of his neshama, he has to ascertain, he has to make sure that the heir should be the heir of Israel. That, in other words, it's not just, it's not, it, it, it affects everything else. If you're not breathing the land, the air of Israel, if, if your air isn't good, if your desire isn't where it's supposed to be, so it's going to affect everything else. It's going to trickle down into all the behavioral things. Um, what does it mean to have the air of Israel around you? So, the Hebrew word for the land of Israel is Eretz Yisrael. What does Eretz mean? Eretz means land, but the Medrash says Eretz means a land that wants to do the will of her creator. The word Eretz comes from the word desire. Want to do the right thing. And Yisrael, and Yisrael means to dominate. Which practically means, what this means is, his, the only desire of a Jew is, doesn't matter what the neighbor says, doesn't matter what the majority says, is only to do what Hashem wants. He is in a state of desire, running to do what Hashem wants. And then, what did, what's a Yisrael mean? Yisrael means he contends with angels and with people, and he overcomes them. When he has that desire, he is able to overcome and be victorious over the people around him, about and over the powers of nature. The word Elohim, which, which, which I just translated as angels, also refers to the godly energies, meaning nature and the powers of this country, even to overcome the angel of this country, which are all standing against him and claiming that since we're in an environment that a person has to build himself a career and to build his future and to ascertain that his bank account should have so many numbers, etc., and he has the, the will, this could all be according to the code of Jewish law. So he has the ability to, uh, that, that, that's what the country says to him. You, you can make it all kosher, make it all kosher, but you've got to build yourself a career, you've got to make yourself make sure your bank account is the way it's supposed to be, that, that, and, and make, it, make it kosher. Desire for what? Lama nikashmo Eretz, why is it called Eretz? A desire to do the will of a creator. That's the ben, that, the medrash. So, being in the air of Israel means that you're you want to do the right thing. Randall Futafas used to say that in uh, Russia they can never tell who to trust, and it was very important to know who to trust under, when you were living in the Stalin's regime because anybody could be a KGB informer. So, how can you tell who to trust? They, they, they would ask the uh, person in question. How do you want your children to uh, come out? The person may have been a rabbi with a long beard, but uh, if he wanted his children to be doctors, then you knew that that wasn't what, where his heart was. His heart wasn't in, in the rabbinate. But if you ask a beautiful doctor, hey, and the doctor may have a, 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 uh, not have a long beard, may have a very short beard, or not a beard at all, but you ask him, where is this, what, how do you want your kids to be? Where how do your kids actually turn out? Baruch Hashem, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> then you know. My, told, my son told me what he <laughs> needed to be. <laughs> he didn't stop. Me. I have no credit. 
I then, take your credit. He deserves the, it all on his own. Then you know. Then you know this. This is the guy. The guy you can trust. This guy is. This guy's heart is in the right place. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking. We're saying that yes, it's possible. That everything's kosher. But who leaks to? Where? What are you into? What do you? Where's your desire? What do you want? And that, that's that's the atmosphere that you're in. The atmosphere you're in. We don't even realize that we're how affected we are by the atmosphere we're in, and how our desires are affected by what the Joneses say next door, by what the average person in the street says. It's 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 it's. Uh, and the point is, ever continues. If you act in a way based upon that, you run your life based upon what 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 the majority of people say. Uh, to go after those people that really you shouldn't reckon with what they say, and you're going to be permeated with the air of this country, that you're going to every breath you take will um, be saturated with the air of this country. So the 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 problem of the air will also affect the light of Torah, as we said earlier, that you cannot have light without air, right? We said the word avir air. Next to the word ur, fire. Fire needs oxygen. So you say, I have Torah, I have mitzvahs. It's light, it's fire. Yes, but in order for fire to survive, it needs to have oxygen. The first mistake is, in the words of Ramban, Ramban says it's possible to be an abomination with Torah's permission. Which means that you have the permission of Torah, but you're acting in a way that's the opposite of wisdom. The word novel, that's the, uh, the word Ramam uses, the Ramban uses to describe how you could act thinking you have the Torah's permission. Novel means someone who is the, uh, the opposite of the wise man, the opposite of the wisdom, opposite of the will of Hashem. The reason why the Ramban says that, Ramban is talking about the mitzvah of being holy, which is connected to what we're talking about over here. It's not about what you're doing, it's about where, 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 where is your desire, what are you about, what's your goal? So if you're, without that mitzvah of being holy, it's possible to just think, okay, what's kosher? Let me get it. But the, but the Torah adds in a, something which redefines what life is about and what, what Torah is about. Kedeshim to you, be holy. It means it's not about, in the words of the Hayom Yom, whatever, not allowed to have, not allowed to have. And you're allowed to have, you don't need it. Versus the novel, the foolish one, who, who says, okay, let me get as much as I can from this world without getting burnt. That's, that's, that's the, my, my goal. So I want to enjoy life as much as I can. I don't want to get burnt in the world to come. Let me enjoy as much as I can. So that, that, that's a novel. It's a foolish person who, who's just trying to indulge, etc. The end is, so, that, so that's how he starts off with. The, the, the atmosphere of the country suggests that that's the right way to go. Uh, but the end is, if, if you go in that route, the end is that it affects you that you are the opposite of the, it says in Chacham in, Eine a wise man, his eyes are in his head. It says in Kohelas. So instead of being like the wise man who walks in the light, the, 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 the wise man walks in light, but the, the, then he continues and says the fool walks in darkness because he is following uh, the uh, the left one, meaning the Yitzhahara. So this is one of the lessons the Rebbe says from the Friedrich Rebbe's talking to Beis Thomas. Even though at that time the Friedrich Rebbe didn't say at length what he was talking about. When you come to a country which is not, is not permeated yet with the light of Torah, with the candle of mitzvahs, you have to make sure, you have to ascertain, you have to, you have to caution, be cautious, that not only the kosher, you have kosher food, and not only you have kosher clothing and kosher home, 
but you also have to maybe be found in, in an atmosphere that's permeated with the fear of heaven and, and the love of God. Person. Vile person. Bad guy. So, so, so here they're emphasizing the foolishness of, of the novel. He does bad things, but where is it coming from? So, and, and that's because of the atmosphere he's in. So, the, so, so the, the, the words of the Medrash are, the Medrash says, on the Pasuk, every soul should praise God. The Medrash says, in every breath you take, a person should praise Hashem. Kol neshima, the word neshama also means breath. Every breath you take, you should praise Hashem. That's what the Medrash says. So in order to have that kind of attitude that every breath you take you want to thank Hashem, it has to do with the air that you're breathing. What air are you breathing? Are you breathing the air of the country? Or are you breathing the uh, an air which is saturated with love of Hashem, with fear of Hashem? And this is a connection to the Friedrich Rebbe's Day of Redemption, the Day of Yubayz Tammuz. Even when we are found in a country which a Jew is one person against the entire country, it's a dictatorship of 180 million people. But the Friedrich Rebbe showed that when you stand with the true strength, which comes from this ace and the neshama, he affects that not only when he's in his home, and not only when he's walking on the road, but even when he is in their, in their prison, even while the Friedrich was in prison, even over there, he added in his prayer, in his mitzvahs, with sacrifice, more than at home. To the extent that the, to the extent like this, there, there was there was um, the, the Friedrich Rebbe was arrested by two people, a Lulav and Nachmanson, and uh, there's many many different. Um, you have to read the Friedrich Rebbe's memoirs. You read it? You got to do. Now, now Yubi Thomas is coming next next Monday. You gotta gotta get this book, The Heroic Struggle. It's unbelievable. The what? The Heroic Struggle. You read it? The name of the book. Yeah, unbelievable. Okay. So one of the one of the one of the um, uh, the Friedrich Rebbe is talking with them, and one of them said, "You know, my my uh, uh, mother couldn't have children." And so uh, they went to the Reb Marash. Your grandfather asked for a blessing, and here I am, as a result of your 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 grandfather's blessing. He's making fun of the Friedrich Rebbe. How how uh, he, the Friedrich Rebbe is is is, is uh, in under his he got blessed. He exists because of the blessing of the Rebbe, and now he's torturing the Friedrich Rebbe. And he said, "My grandfather carried your bags. Let me carry your bags," and and all kinds of things that he's, he he he. Uh, said to humiliate the Friedrich Rebbe. But there was one exchange that the Rebbe highlights, very interesting. Stam, it's, it's, it's no substitute for me trying to portray it in a couple of seconds. We have to really read it to, to get the flavor of what's going on over there. But um, one exchange, the, the Friedrich Rebbe was, 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 go, was going to be told that he's free to go from the prison. They're going to send him instead to exile in the city of Kastrama. And the Friedrich Rebbe, but the rule was in the country that uh, that uh, you had to stand up when you, when the prisoner is told that something's happening to the prisoner. The protocol is you have to stand up. So the Friedrich Rebbe refused to stand up because the Friedrich Rebbe made a, made a rule to himself before he entered prison that he's going to regard all of the officers there not as ayin fs as absolutely zero, as nothing. 
And uh, so this Nachmanson, who, who, who he says, Rebbe, they want to make things easier for you. Why don't you stand up? So, so, so the Rebbe said that even this person who was uh, in, in a state of total, you know, hatred and and uh, and murder and murderous uh, vile person, but the Friedrich affected him also in his being in the Friedrich presence to also call out and call the Friedrich Rebbe Rebbe. And uh, as as the Friedrich writes over there, so. So, so the Friedrich the point is that the Friedrich was in his own atmosphere, and his neshama affected the place he was in. Instead of him, his, the point there was bringing out from Yibes Tammuz is why, the, why this is all relevant to Yibes Tammuz is the Friedrich Rebbe is one person against 180 million, 180 million. He right, he, he was one person against everyone else, and he changed the atmosphere he was in. So, how much more so in regards to the time that we're in? First of all, we have to know it's way easier th- than the way it was in that country. And it's more, for sure way easier than prison, And there are many things that we don't have difficulty with. In fact, there's some things you do, the Rebbe says, people say, Yishokoyach, it's great. The country recognizes certain things which are good, and you, and you get credit for it. People praise you for it. And even more, after this Jew, the Friedrich Rebbe, de- de- dedicated his life and gave, a, gave him, had Messias Nefesh, he opened up a channel. And it's now no longer a, a it's not just a channel, it's like a, a, a wide road that others can now enter. The Friedrich Rebbe opened up a channel. The Beis Yosef was once grappling over a very difficult uh, piece in the Talmud, and uh, the Beis Yosef uh, was working on it for a couple of days, and he comes to the Beis Medrash, and he uh, presents the question he was working on to, to other scholars of the Beis Medrash who were not near the caliber that he was in, and he says a question, another one's like, yeah. And the answer is like this. This is a, this is a simple answer, right? And they say so was shocked. How is it possible that this guy has this answer when uh, it took him three days and he's the Beis Yosef? And he thought perhaps God took away his gift in understanding Torah. So the Beis Yosef had, a, uh, had an angel who taught him Torah. So the Beis Yosef asked the angel, he said, what happened? What, what, how come it took me three days? And he just figured it out in a second. What, what happened to me? So the guy told Beis Yosef, Malach told that you open the channel of this new new piece of Torah, and now everyone else can, can, can learn it. See, similarly, the Rebbe saying what the Friedrich Rebbe, since the Friedrich Rebbe did this, he affected the environment he was in such, such, a, such a way, so therefore he gives each of us the ability to stand, stand with the strength of the Ace and the Neshama, and to make sure that the atmosphere that we breathe should be permeated with the love of Hashem, the fear of Hashem, and then we're able to cause that from the atmosphere that we're in, it becomes Ur Yud. It becomes a light uh, that, it, it, that the Jewish home is illuminated. And in this light, you see the, w- the way you're supposed to go, both in regards to your spiritual matters, regards to your physical matters. And then we merit the blessing of God and all that we need for ourselves and for our families and children and health and parnasa in a way of freedom from all things that disturb us. And we're able to say, Baruch Sha'asalli Nais. When you go to a place, that a miracle has happened to you. In that place, you're supposed to say a bracha, thank you, Hashem, for making a miracle for me. So the Friedrich Rebbe's miracle that happened then he was released from prison, this enables us to be able to transform our environments to the extent that we're able to bring the miracle that happened those days, that it should be permeated and, and, and something that we live with in, in, in the time that we're in now.
it's, it's with tachlis, because we're talking about tachlis. We're not just talking about consciousness. We're talking about tachlis. But we're, we're using the Firik as an example because Firik Rebbe, the first Shabbos he was in, in, in Shpalerka, the Firik Rebbe said that he felt that he was like Meishu Rabbeinu on Mount Sinai. How he's like Meishu on Mount Sinai. Meishu Rabbeinu didn't know what time it was and he was on Mount Sinai. When he was on the mountain, he was with the angels, how did he know what time it was? So Meishu knew what time it was because the angels would sing Kaddish during the day and they would sing Baruch at night. Moshe had to know what time it was because he had to learn the written Torah during the daytime and he had to learn the oral Torah at nighttime. He still listened to the song of the angels he knew what time it was. So the Firi Kabbalah said, same as with me. I was in prison, didn't know what time it was, didn't tell us the time. But I knew when they served us hot water, it was this time. If they did an interrogation, it was that time. They told us to go out for a walk, it was this time. So I was just like Moshe being in Mount Sinai. Now, they never asked, how can you pray these two? He is in the highest place, Moshe Rabbeinu is in the highest place it could possibly be. He's in the lowest. And the reason why it's the same is because because the Friedrich Rebbe, um, he was able to see beneath all the masks and all the layers and be in Shpalerka, in this prison, <coughs> in the same way as, as Meshach and Harsina. He's able to see, in the language of this Torah portion, we're talking about the, the, the um, snakes that bit the Jewish people. The Torah says, what's the antidote if you bit by a snake? Look at the copper snake mm-hmm. in, on, on the pole. And when I ask, what does it help look at the copper snake on the pole? You're being bit by a snake. What's the point of looking at the copper snake? And the Agora answers, when the Jews look up to Hashem, they will be cured. Okay, look up to Hashem. Why look up at the copper snake? And the answer is not looking at the copper snake. You're realizing the snake that's biting you here is really not a snake. It's really coming from Hashem. You're realizing what's happening to you over here is a, god, is a godly experience. That's the Freak was in Shpalerka. But he felt it's a godly experience. He saw the godliness where he was. That's, that's, it starts with that... But it's not, it's not the, the end of it is that you feel, you breathe love of Hashem, fear of Hashem. That's in your environment. That's, that's, that's where you, you walk with your neshama. You walk with your neshama, so then you create an environment. That's, you're, 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 you have, it's, it's having a strength. It's having, it's having a power. It's having a... Let's go outside. It's time for worrying.